about this. I know it's a bit silly. Open the pod bay doors, please, Al. Hello, this is Hacker Public Radio, and my name is Dave, and I'll be your host for today. And I am going to talk about festival today. Festival is a multilingual synthetic uh, speech synthesizer package. It was developed at the Center for Speech Technology Research at the University of Edinburgh and uh, Carnegie Mellon University, amongst other places. There's a couple of other sites that probably had something to do with it as well. And it's licensed under a BSD-style license. there are other pieces of the puzzle, uh, not just festival gets lumped in uh, in conversations like this or topics like this. Festbox is another suite of tools that make the building of synthetic voices for festival more systematic and better documented. Uh, and there are, I guess, voice packages uh, that that come with festival or that are designed for festival and there are those that that uh, additional voices developed by different entities that work with festival uh, to come to mind the Umbrella project and the HTS project and these can be used as back-ends for festival uh, although they both of these will require the use of a separate engine to work and then uh, I guess lumping in with the mix, we have some front ends for festival. Flight, uh, F-L-I-T-E, I think is how that's spelled, is a small footprint speech synthesis based on festival, uh, developed at Carnegie Mellon University, and it's built with Festbox. And then there's uh, some GUI front ends. TK Festival, of course, built with Tickle. And Carnival, which is one I have not used, but the screenshots look really nice. It is a uh, really nice-looking graphical front end far festival so that's sort of the family of applications I'm going to be talking about now most people when they think of computerized speech synthesis uh, will think of one of two things or one of a a couple or three things they will think of uh, you know accessibility and sightless computer users people that need to have screen readers and need to have text read to them because they can't see it, or they will think of the 1968 masterpiece, 2001 and HAL 9000, uh, or they will think of, uh, probably simultaneously they thought of that, of the 1961, was the IBM 7-something series, seven, I don't know what it was, 740 series, computers singing Daisy, uh, or Daisy Bell, Bicycle Built for Two, which was what HAL 9000 sang. Uh, I am not a sightless computer user, but I am one that enjoys uh, having his computer talk to him. Uh, the very first computer I ever bought was a Windows computer, you know, and I bought and paid for my, my dad bought me a TSR-80 when I was a early adolescent, but uh, in the early 90s, I bought a, a PC, and it came with Windows 3.0 or 3.1 or something, and it was an application that would, that would read text and... Uh, I just remember thinking that was really funny, just hearing a computerized voice say the word banana. Uh, That's neither here nor there. But I I, I find it hard to believe that I'm so unlike most people that that I'd be alone in enjoying hearing my computer speak to me. Uh, If you're anything like me, you you probably have a personal relationship with your computers anyway. I have been known to... uh, 
have pictures of my computers hanging up on my office at work, snapshots, so to speak. Anyway, I it's something is that geeks do. I think is talk to their computers, or especially have their computers talk back to them. It's just a another neat thing we can do with our computers and a very useful thing too the reason I started using festival on a routine basis was because of uh, the podcast I do from my car I'm recording this from my car I the recording audio for stuff like this from my car is most convenient for me what's not convenient about that is I don't have a computer in front of me and so invariably, I will forget something. I, will, uh, I have a minimal amount of notes in front of me, and I will leave something out, or I will get something wrong. And instead of re-recording it all or having to record something extra when I get home, I can type something up and then have Festival translate the text to a WAV file that I can import in Audacity and include in the podcast. Uh, in addition you know, to corrections and stuff, I can pre-prepare for the podcast. I can pre-prepare the show notes. I can pre-prepare uh, the opening, closing, you know, that kind of thing. Or I can correct something, like I said, or, or make an addendum to the podcast after I've recorded it. So it's been a real time saver for me using Festival. Uh, you know, before I started doing any kind of podcast which you know wasn't that long ago anyway when I first started using Linux I remember there was a program called Say Date and there's there's one well Say Time is the one I used S-A-Y-T-I-M-E that would play the, you know you, you type in Say Time and it would tell you what time it was you know audibly and I remember thinking that was pretty neat but uh, before I get into what you can do with festival other than some of the things I've already alluded to I, I guess the a question a lot of people would have is how do you install it well it's, it's really easy to install uh, it comes with your distribution anyway more than likely uh, Ubuntu comes with version 1.4.3 I think there is a beta version uh, not available in any repos that I know of for Debian or Ubuntu but it's uh, version 1.95 or say a release candidate beta version of ver- what, what the festival people are calling version 2 and uh, I'm sure that's available from source, but uh, as a tarball. But as far as David and Ubuntu go, version 1.4.3 is is what's currently in the repos. And uh, I know for a fact it's in you know the the Fedora repos and the SUSE repos and the Mandrake Mandriva Gentoo. Pick your distribution; it's there. If it's not, like I said, you can install from source. It's not that big a deal. But uh, the packages I have installed on my Ubuntu laptop are uh, Festival, uh, FestLex-CMU. This is the uh, uh, dictionary file that uh, developed at Carnegie Mellon University. FestLex-Poslex, and that is a uh, Festival lexicon file showing for part of speech, P-O-S-L-E-X, part of speech lexicon. Festbox-KDLP16K is one of two American mail uh, voice packages that you can install. There are, uh, you know, that's one of two different types. And there's different uh, rates or, or ones at eight, eight kilohertz and ones at sixteen kilohertz, and for both versions of this. But there's, I think there's the KDLPC sixteen K. As well as the KALPC16K, I think. Anyway, those are just the standard voices, and of course, there's voices for 
uh, lots of languages. It's a multilingual program, so more than likely you can find your your language. Uh, oddly enough, out of the out of the most of the repos, you're, you're only going to get American male voices, American uh, and English or UK male voices. I know there's an Italian female voice, but there's not a lot of female voices uh, in the Debian and Ubuntu repos, at least. Anyway, so what can you do with Festival? Well, on an Ubuntu system, and probably a Debian system, both not much unless you add a line or two to your .festival RC file in your home directory. Uh, this will be in the show notes. I'm hesitant to read it, but uh, it's, it's two parenthetical statements that start with parameter dot set followed by a space. Uh, the, the first one is in parentheses parameter dot set space single quote audio underscore command space then followed by in double quotes the command that you want Audacity and excuse me uh, festival to use to play the audio. Uh, so if you want to use ALSA, which I recommend doing, if you want to be able to have a music player open and use Festival at the same time, you'd put in something like A play, uh, I guess that's ALSA play, followed by you know, the appropriate parameters. Uh, you can go to the uh, Gentoo wiki and do a search for speech D, uh, how to, and you will find the parameters to put in. I will put them in the show notes so you will know how to get this to work. Uh, it's not good radio to read it. And the second parenthetical statement would just be uh, parameter dot set space single quote audio method. That's the parameter you set in the previous parentheses uh, space single quote audio underscore command in parentheses. Uh, like I said, not the best to radio, but as it's very necessary if you want to be able to use festival with also. Okay, so now that you got it working, what can you do with it? Uh... You can, for instance, make Festival read instant messages to you from within game. I am not sure if there is a Pigeon plugin for this. I'm sure there is, but it's not in the Ubuntu repos. I know that. There is a game plugin for Festival. It's probably called something like Game-Festival. And it is literally a five-minute setup. Once you install it, uh, you just go into game and you enable the plugin. More or less it. Under uh, KDE, there's the K Text to Speech Manager, which includes a little parrot that sits down in your uh, status bar, system bar. And anything you copy to the clipboard, it will read back to you. Uh, there's also an application called K Say It and one called K Mouth that I have never played with. Uh, and then, of course, there's the command line festival. Used to used to work. You know, you type festival and you get be presented with a, a festival prompt where you could set the default voice or set the speed, set the volume, and then have it echo back commands or say things. Uh, that's one way to use it that I don't often use at all. I haven't used it that way in years, so I'm not going to talk about that. But uh, just from the command line, you can uh, type. Uh, the, the output of a command to festival and uh, the command line switch we'll use for festival is festival space dash dash TTS where TTS stands for text to speech so you could uh, you could echo and then in double quote some clever text pop festival dash excuse me festival space dash dash TTS and whatever you put whatever clever text you put in the Parenthesis and the double quotes will get spoken to you 
or you were heard spoken by festival over your speakers. Uh, you could cat a file that way. I think you probably need the capital A switch, uh, cat space dash capital A file dot text pop. Again, festival space dash dash TTS will read to you the text in the file dot text file. A really useful thing to do, uh, I know most of you have read a man page or two, but if you would like the man page to be read to you while you do something else, while you multitask, while you actually listen to the man page, tell you what to do, you can have your fingers at the weight in an empty terminal ready to type what you hear. For instance, you could type man, space, cron, for instance, pop, festival, space, dash, dash, TTS again. So you, you can more or less pop the, uh, you know, display any command. Uh, to this, I mean, it's going to input stuff to, to standard out. Uh, like you could pop the date command uh, with the appropriate parameters to have it tell you the date. Tell you the date. Uh, not much need to do that when you have programs like say date or say time. I think the say date program will even tell you your uptime in addition to the date. So that's pretty handy. Uh, well, not handy. It's pretty neat. Uh, what else can you do? You could create a, a shortcut if you use a desktop manager that uh, allows you to create desktop shortcuts. Uh, I don't, but if you do, you could create an icon on your desktop and uh, that, uh, that points to the festival-space-tts command. And you could you know, drag a text file to it, uh, conceivably drag an email to it with some tweaking, maybe some... Uh, an HTML page. I don't know. Some of the stuff I've not tried, but that's the kind of stuff you can do with it. Uh, one thing I have done with Festival, other than uh, as a time-saving device for my podcast, is uh, I I took a book, uh, a book that was in the public domain, a book that was considered to be, I don't know if it's public domain or not, it's literary freeware. The book is uh, called Underground. It's written by Sulet Dreyfus. And uh, we researched by Julian Assange. I think he works at Harvard, I think. Anyway, it's a book about uh, some hackers in Australia in the, I guess, late 80s, early 90s. And it's a very good book. It's a true story. It's a documentary-style book. And I enjoyed reading it. Where they made the text of the book available online in text files, divided up into chapters. And I used uh, Text to Wave, which is another portion of uh, festival to create uh, audio an audio book uh, a, a file for every chapter I did it in MP3 and AUG it was very time consuming I actually did it on vacation from the Dominican Republic the year before last I think I would take the text of a chapter and I would use uh, text to wave and the command off the top of my head for text to wave I'm thinking is something like text to wave uh, I've forgotten. You, you can you can do this with uh, you know you you could I think text wave dash dash help will tell you, but it is something uh, along the lines of text to wave in the name of the text file, you know dash o for output and the name of the wave file that you want to create, and then you follow this with a dash eval and then inside quotes double quotes inside parentheses you put the name of the voice you want to use for my. For my podcast and for the reading of the book, I use one of the HTS voices, uh, CMU underscore US underscore SLT underscore Arctic 
underscore HTS is the voice I used at, uh, Hi, this is Voice CMU, US, SLT, Arctic, HTS. Just in case Dave was in error, trying to quote the command that created this audio, here is the command once again. Text to wave, myfile.txt, dash o, myfile.wave, dash eval, open quote, open parenthesis, voice underscore, CMU, underscore US, underscore, SLT, underscore Arctic, underscore, HTS, close parenthesis, close double quote. Listeners of my podcast probably know as Lynn, I've named that voice Lynn, but that's just me, that's not the official name of the voice, but that command I used to... Uh, create an audiobook from a bunch of text files. This is something that you'll want to be sort of careful with if you decide to create an audiobook using Festival. It's best if you have a book uh, broken up into chapters because Festival is going to load the entire text file into memory and it's going to create a WAV file uh, using that and it's, it's not, it can use up all your memory if the file is going to be too big. Uh, I was lucky that Underground is a book that was divided into chapters. If it had been the whole book and I tried to load, you know, six or seven hundred pages worth of text, it would have uh, probably uh, taken up all two gig of RAM on my system. I'm just guessing. Uh, but between the, just the simple text-to-speech text to command line switch and the text-to-wave program that comes with Festival, there's just, the sky's the limit as to what you can what you can conceive doing with this, uh, especially the, the text-to-speech part. I mean, you, you could, you, there, there's demo pages on the web where, you know, people have, uh, what is at the festival site and some of these other sites where you can demo some of the voices. There's a, a, a dialogue box you type text into. You pick a, a voice from the drop-down list, and you can hear that text spoken in a different voice. Uh, that's, that's just PHP. Uh, there's... I just stumbled upon a site the other day, uh, the regular way, not using stumble upon, but that that would read books to you. That you could, it was. I think it would take a book and you could turn it into an audio file that you then could subscribe to the RSS feed. It was a pretty neat site. I've forgotten the name of it, but I mean, you could you could like listen to Project Gutenberg books translated from, from text to speech and you can subscribe to that audio file is, is with RSS feed reader so sort of like a podcast that was pretty neat. but I'm sure they use something like festival if not festival it was a commercial text to speech package uh, so there's a lot that you can do with it uh, one of the questions I get asked a lot is how do you change voices festival comes with a handful of voices and like I said most of the American voices are uh, are male and I most people are probably like me, uh, you know, they find it somewhat intriguing to have their computer talk to them in the first place. But if you're married like me, uh, there's something, uh, mm, what's, what's the word? There's, there's, there's something really nice about having your computer talk to you in a female voice, knowing that you can tell her exactly what to do and she'll do it. She's a computer, but she's talking to female voice. It's, it's something that married men don't get to do very often. Anyway, uh, before, before I get on how you change voices with it there uh, another thing you can do is, is I've never tried this but I imagine it would be pretty easy is uh, like the, the, the command line text based browser links L-Y-N-X has a dump feature D-U-M-P so you could, you could open up a, a web page with links using the, the dump argument or links space dash dump the name of the HTML file 
and then redirect that with you know the the greater than sign to a file. So it, it, it what that's supposed to do is take that HTML file and translate it to ASCII text, which I'm pretty sure Festival can handle pretty good, except for maybe some of the non-standard characters. So that's a way maybe to convert non you know, a web page that is in HTML to something Festival could read to you. Uh, I like text-based weather forecasts because uh, they open up better in links and a console window, and that's something that could easily be piped. And I could have uh, Festival read me the weather forecast. There's there's lots of things you can do with this. I'm pretty sure uh, Asterisk has a has an option to use Festival uh, instead of a recorded voice. Uh, speaking of Asterisk, there, there's a commercial text-to-speech package for, for that's available for Linux that I think Asterisk uses, and I, I've forgotten the name of it. It begins with a C, I think. And uh, Allison Smith, the woman that does the voices for uh, Asterisk, she, she has lent her voice to... Uh, I, I, the, my vocabulary is leaving me. I, I think it's called a diaphone. I mean, she, 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 they, they synthesized her voice. So it's her voice synthesized. It's a computerized voice that sounds like hers that you can use with this commercial package and that I've forgotten the name of. But Sorry for the interruption. What Dave is struggling to remember is the commercial text-to-speech system called Kepstral. C-E-P-S-T-R-A-L. But there's two or three commercial alternatives to festival, and none of them are really expensive. There's, I guess there's TT Synth, TT Synth, which used to be IBM text-to-speech, which used to be via voice, probably around $40. Uh, there's, uh, there's a couple more that I don't think that I want to remember, but they're in the $20 to $29 price range as well. But... Uh, that little tangent threw me off. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, well, before I get to how to change the voices, you know, th- there's other things you can envision doing with said and alt, for instance. You, you know, you could remove non-standard characters using said, or you could, you know, take the output of a of a log file that's, that you catted using alt and just print, you know, like one column of it. You know, like if you want to know who was online, you you could you could use alt to, to figure that, have it read it to you. That's pretty neat. But uh, like I said, one of the main questions I get frequently is uh, how do you get the voice of what, what listeners of my podcast call Lynn, which is this the CMU-US-SLT Arctic HTS file or voice. And that's uh, CMU underscore US underscore SLT underscore Arctic underscore HTS. And that's Arctic like is in Tundra. Uh this voice file is can be found at hts.sp.nitech.ac.jp. Once you're at that web page, you'll want to look for the release archive because what's on their main page are voice files for the latest version of Audacity. I keep saying Audacity. The latest version of Festival, which is version 2.0 beta or 1.95. What comes with most distributions, I think, is 1.43. So you'll go to the release archive at that web page, and you'll find the CMU US SLT Arctic HTS file. And the SLT file is the US female voice. There's there's another one, but that's that's the one I think sounds the best. And it's about a two meg download, and it will include the the uh, the HTS engine that you'll need to, to run this voice as well as the voice files themselves. And uh, 
in, installing this, it isn't that easy. It's not. It's not hard. It's not hard. Like what you do, you'll download the tar ball, and if you'll unzip it or untar it and look at it, you'll you'll see that there. That I forget the directory structure off the top of my head, but with down a couple of levels, and you got like a. It may be var slash lib slash cmu underscore us underscore slt underscore arctic underscore hts. So it won't be the top level directory, but the, the first two levels will be empty. But like three levels down or so, at least two levels down, you'll see that directory, the, the CMU, blah, blah, blah one. That one is the one that you will want to copy if you have Festival installed into, uh, I think it's user, user share festival voices English. So that's user, that's slash user slash share slash festival slash voices slash English. That's where you'll want to put that directory. Once you do that, you'll be able to, using text-to-wave, uh, select that voice with the, the command line switch, dash, eval, then in parentheses, the name of that voice, in parentheses. Uh, and that may have to be in quotes. I'm in the car, so forgive me. But that, that's how you do that. Uh, I think what maybe makes that voice sound better is the, the way that it's built is it's it's built with it's it's built with a different engine and it's built with what is called uh, HMM, which stands for Hidden Markov Model, and it's a uh, statistical method that I've read is like the simplest form of a dynamic Bayesian system, but it's it's a statistical system where I won't try to explain it because I'm not completely up on it, but it, it's it's often used in creating voice files, but it's particularly good at it because of the, the hidden part of it. You know, there's there's inputs or outputs, forget what they're called, that can change that, that you're not aware of which one. I, I, I can't explain it. Like I said, I'm in the car, and it's been a while since I've had statistics, and my wife is calling. Hey. Uh, I forget the name of this road. It's the road the K's live on in the Pyrenees. Yeah. Nope. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Love you back. Invariably happens when you record audio in a car on your way home from work is your wife calls you and I've sort of forgotten where I was but oh yeah the, the hidden Markov model it's I don't know if it's superior or not but I know this SLT voice this, uh, this sounds really good and again you can find that at hts.sp.nitech.ac.jp I think NITech is like the Nagio, Nagio Institute of Technology it's a college in Japan evidently Anyway, uh, I guess the only thing I got left to say is using that voice, use, using that uh, CMU, US, SLT, Arctic, HM, HTS voice, using text to wave, I get and you know I, I get the result I want. I get an audio file that's been translated from text, but I also get a seg fault and a core dump every time. Uh, I don't know why. I've not investigated it. Uh, it's the, the core dumps. Or clean up is clean up after itself. They're gone. I, I, I'm not accumulating a bunch of 
you know, dumps and, and wasting disk space or anything, and it's not doing any any, any damage at all. It's just still creating my file for me, and everything works. So I guess your mileage may vary. Anyway, I am, I've rambled on long enough, and that's going to wrap it up for this episode of HPR. All right, y'all have a good day. Hello, this is Voice CMU, US, BDL, Arctic, HDS. Hello, this is Voice US1. I'm Rola, I forgot to mention, but I'm Rola Engine Binary, and Voice Files can be found at the following URL. tcts.fpms.ac.b slash synthesis slash mvrol.html. Hello, I am the default festival voice. Thanks for downloading Hacker Public Radio. Have a nice day. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.